In today's show, we've got news about the Star Wars Hotel information that was recently released. Disney Hollywood gift pins are back. A lost Oswald short has been found. Meetups and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, buddy. Um, what you got planned this weekend? Got anything Disney planned this weekend? I know one thing that we're doing. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're just going with Plancha. That's about as close to Disney as we're going to get this I had weekend. a lot of Disney. Now we need a break from Disney. <laughs> so we got the four seasons. Yeah. So uh, this Saturday is, is our big planning session, where we plan out 2019. Uh, so if you're listening, please leave us a comment either in the Facebook group or the comments for this show on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see us do in 2019. If you've got some really cool ideas for maybe a meetup mm-hmm. or, or an event. Anything that you would like to see us do, maybe you've got some constructive criticism. Maybe we can change some things out. Some ideas for shows you'd like to hear. Guests that you'd like to have on. Mm-hmm. We know we're trying to get Michael Eisner, but we can't get him until Bob Iger goes away. That's right. Uh, we can't. So get... if anybody wants to take a shot at Bob, whoa, <laughs> dude, whack him off the planet. He's kidding. He's totally kidding. That's you know Tony Castle. That's Tony Castlenova. Speaking, address all cards and letters to Tony Gasolina. <laughs> wow, that took a dark turn. Uh, all right, uh, anything else? No. All right, well, enough else we can do, my friends, to get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. There's new permits that have given further details about the upcoming Star Wars Hotel. This is going to be hard to do without the visuals, but uh, you yeah. can find the you can find the images out online. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney is somewhat tight-lipped about the details of the new Star Wars themed hotel being built next to Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But thanks to a permit that was filed recently with the Florida Department of Environmental Protection, we are starting to get our first look at the detailed layout for the upcoming hotel. Now. Uh, as I mentioned in the previous show this week, they there's a couple lines in there. They're still dreaming stuff up. Yeah. So nothing's set in stone, but they've got the permits built. So we basically know uh, the shape of the building, where it's going to be, uh, as far as what's happening on the inside. It's anybody's guess. Yeah. Uh, the entry area is going to be uh, with a futuristic porticashier which leads to a security area. That's where uh, guest luggage will be x-rayed. Guests will undergo uh, metal deck de- uh, detector screening. You're not going to be able to bring your guns and knives into this resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, after leaving the security area, guests will enter an elevated load room where they will be, quote, unquote, transported to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not yet known if this will be an actual elevator or a simulator. Uh, back in February, Disney released a peek at what the elevator experience may or may not look like. Uh, the hotel is expected uh, to be two stories tall, so the experience could differ based on room location. Hmm. The main public space uh, features a table service restaurant and a buffet, along with a concourse and elevator lobby. Also in this area, uh, there will be rooms which could relate to story elements, including the dojo, 
the brig and the engineering room. Nice. Which sounds very Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, other than the relative size and the fact that it's a first-class cabin uh, will be available, the permit does not give much information about the guest rooms. Only 32 rooms are in the graphic on the first floor, and it's not known how many guest rooms will be on the second floor. 32 is not a very large number, considering how many Star Wars fans there are. That's you talk about exclusive exclusivity. It's gonna be like winning the lottery. This is this is it. This yeah. is as exclusive as it gets, kids. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be amazing. Yep. It's gonna be amazing. They're gonna make it happen. Yep. Uh, hey, don't forget we have a meetup on December eighth. Uh, it's our annual Christmas crawl. We're starting at the Outer Rim at seven p.m. at the Contemporary Resort. Then we'll go on to the Grand Flow, on to the Poly. Yep. Poly, Grand Flow, and then circle back to uh, the Contemporary. Yep. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to the show on your Amazon Echo or your Dot or your Google Home. Just say, play the Disney Parks podcast. Uh, as John said on the last show, don't forget to go to Disney Parks podcast forward slash shop. We have a whole bunch of new uh, merch in there. Some specially designed shirts. We're going to try and do like a shirt or two a week. So there'll be uh, new shirt designs uh, rolling pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, don't forget to rate us and review us and even share this live show. If you're watching live, share it now. Friends, family, loved ones. Please. Or even people you don't like. Just Please. share it with them. Please. Do that. <coughs> All right. Hey, remember last year, John, they had those Disney gift cards and had a pin and you, it was yeah. a whole set. Mm -hmm. well, they're back. Sweet. They're back. Uh, Disney released a new look at the set of free collectibles. They're not free. You have to buy gift cards. They're not free. Don't call mm -hmm. them free. Mm -hmm. Collector trading pins being offered with coordinating Disney gift cards. The annual series has been a holiday uh, tradition since 2009. Wow. Niner. Why? Uh, this year's pin shows Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy peeking out of their windows on a snowy holiday morning. He uh, said peeking. Peeking. Okay. Whew. All right. Not ping. <laughs> Checking. <laughs> Had to check. <laughs> the windows are even translucent, uh, giving a stained, uh, stained glass uh, feeling to the pin. Nice. The pins are included with the purchase of a $100 limited edition holiday series gift card. That ain't free. That's a hundy. That's right. Uh, I got a good story uh, after this, too. Right. But it has to do with gift cards. Uh, the holiday gift cards are available at select locations in Walt Disney World uh, and the Disneyland Resort. Disney gift cards can be used at both uh, resorts, Disney Cruise Line, Adventure by Disney, Disney Store, or Shop Disney, or wherever Disney money is taken. So, <laughs> at the uh, Destination D23, they uh, premiered a gift card with 90 Swarovski crystals on it for 90 mickey's 90th she's a pete and it's coming preloaded with 90 dollars okay and it's being sold for 900 dollars 300 dollars oh that was the number for everything this weekend yeah you said like the book was 300, 300 and this was 300, 300 yeah 300 is the, the magic number. number. Yeah. 300 is a magic Comes number. Comes in a special case. It's reloadable. Okay. It better be. And they're like, it's not disposable, <laughs> you know, like other gift cards because it has 
Swarovski crystals yeah, on no it. no crap, it's not disposable. Yeah. You're not going to take that into the parks. And it's going to be very, very limited and very, very limited places will sell it. So if you didn't get it at uh, the events, you're going to be very hard-pressed to go find it. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, okay, so how often have we found lost cartoons? I think in the... We find them all the time now. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, I don't remember find, like hearing about this lost Mickey Mouse cartoon. They, they bait-and-switched us at D23 a couple years ago, and they came out with the... Um, get a horse oh yeah they lied to us oh my god yeah. and they did the 3d thing they i was so pissed us that three times this weekend i was so pissed uh but anime historian in japan has discovered a lost disney oswald cartoon i hope it's legit mm. i've it not is. i have not they seen they mentioned it. this at the event uh so a walt disney cartoon that was created in 1928 and featured oswald the lucky rabbit the cartoon character that eventually led to the creation of mickey mouse has been found in Japan, of all places. Mm -hmm. Anime historian Yasushi Watanabe uh, brought the 16-millimeter film copy of Neck and Neck for a toy wholesaler, from a toy wholesaler when he was in high school nearly 70 years ago, not realizing the significance. The original film was just five minutes long, but was reduced down to two minutes from the 16-minute version of the film that was sold for home projection use. Watanabe is now 84 and only recently read Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, The Search for the Lost Disney Cartoons by our buddy David Bossert, nice. uh, which has just been published this year, which we talked about uh, with David. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Watanabe paid 500 yen or $4.40 at the current exchange rate for the film, which back then was probably a lot of money. Sure. Uh, what is going on? I don't know. What's that sound? Um, you have volume up somewhere? No. Uh, he says, quote, I've been a Disney fan for many years. I'm happy that I was able to play a role. Uh, Watanabe told the Asahi Shimber newspaper, uh, which contracted Bob. That is crazy. What is that? Are you guys hearing that? I don't know. Uh... There it is again. Do you have volume up on this monitor? No. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it just started, too. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, okay. It's coming from either there or there. I can, I can hear it from somewhere. There's nothing running. Huh. All right. Uh, Watanabe's copy is now being kept in Kobe Planet Film Archive, uh, who holds one of the largest private film collections in uh, Japan. Disney CEO Bob Iger brought Oswald back into the family in 2006 when he traded commentator Al Michaels to Universal. Wow. <laughs> the trade included rights to Oswald along with the original 26 short films made by the Disney Company. Wow. So, sorry about the interruption, but that was really, that's a great yeah. story. I can't wait to see this thing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Should be good. Yep. All right, now let me uh, pull up my notes again. Sorry. Did you figure out what it was? No. That's crazy. I got no idea. Uh, I kept hearing it. Yeah. Like, like breaking wood. Right. It was weird. Hmm. 
Alright, come on. You can do it. You can do it. Load it up. Uh, keep going. Keep going. You want me to do the next one while you're waiting? Nah, I'll get it. Uh, I'm almost there. Star Wars Hotel. Mm -hmm. I'm not editing this show, so <laughs> you sure you don't want me to go forward? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. All right. Talk there. about yourselves. Rhode Island's neither That's Rhode right. nor an island. <laughs> Parkway is not where you park. All, All right. right. So Disney now uh, revealed uh, some details on the Grand Destino. The horrible name. I don't know. Tower it's, coming it's, to Disney's Coronado Springs. Isn't there a cartoon short name called Destino? Probably. That's not horrible. Uh, renderings of the new 15-story tower being constructed at Disney Coronado Resort were shared earlier this year, and Bob showed us even more details about the tower, including the name, which will be Grand Destino Tower. You mean Bob Chappick? Yeah. I'm you mean Bob. Nardo? Yeah. Nardo Chappick? <laughs> the tower is set to be finished in July of 2019. It will become the new main entrance for guests visiting resort. Mm. Wasn't it? The main entrance now, still? Besides uh, work here, I don't know. Uh, the new addition will bring 545 new guest rooms, including 50 suites to the resort, as well as a grand two-story lobby. Mm. A new themed table service restaurant is also in the works for the top of the Grand Destino, nice. which provides incredible views of Walt Disney World. The tower sits along the shores of Lago Dorado and will celebrate the uh, daring spirit of the great Spanish explorers, artists, writers, and architects. Mm. Guests will also see a blend of classic Spanish influences, imaginative Disney touches, along with modern comforts both inside and out. The resort is more than 1,800 rooms and have fully been updated with new furnishings and fixings. So the current resort's 1,800 rooms. The mm -hmm. middle the updated. Wow. And I've heard it. They're very nice. They're all getting... All the rooms are getting the same treatment. The harbor floors, the raised beds, the... You know... Oh, cool. The, the pumps in the bathroom for no more stuff. Anyway. A second new restaurant, Villa de Lago, is planned to open on an island in the middle of the resort's 14-acre <laughs> lake. I'm down with that. Bring yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> With the new walkway stretching across the water, because I can't walk on it, uh, making it convenient no matter where the guests stay at the resort. It's the most humble thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> and a fresh color palette will uh, tie the entire resort experience together, blending the new and the old, all reimagined. Guests will soon be able to make reservations for Grand Destino staying in July 2019. Wow. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think that's going to be... New restaurants always get me excited. Yeah, something. same here. And that, I mean, when you're driving anywhere in Disney property and you get to that area of the country, A, it's it's that tower, and B, it's, this, it's the ride building for yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's funny because when you come in that entrance, you see this little, little tiny guard shack. And then <laughs> this building, yeah. Build. It's like the, the weenie at the end of oh, the road. Yeah, you, you're like, yeah. What it's going to be amazing. Yeah. They're uh, going to have to do something with that guard shack because it just looks silly sitting in front of that 15-story building. I, I'm wondering if they don't switch the entrances. 
I don't know. That's well. That's what they were saying. Yeah, it's going to become the new main entrance. This right. destino. Well, I'm just saying they switched the entrances to where you can pull in on. Yeah, you have to pull in off Western Way. Mm. But that's yeah, where a lot of the trucks come in for the shows and, the and stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, hey, uh, right, right as you thought, there was no better thing to be than a Disney Vacation Club member. Hang on, because there's some sharp increases set to hit owners in 2019 dues. Hmm. Oh, yeah. DVC, Disney Vacation Club, has released its annual dues projections for 2019 calendar year. Every resort will see costs rise with half of the 14 properties up more than 8% over Mm -hmm. 2018. Now, why is that? Are you getting more for your money? Uh, I think we find out later. Disney Vacation Club owners are obligated to pay annual dues in association with their timeshare ownership. Dues cover the operating costs of the resort, employees, park transportation, housekeeping, utilities, etc., etc., as well as property taxes and some allocation for long-term repairs and upgrades. A cursory examination of the resort budget suggests that the uh, the most operating expenses categories have been hit have been hit by higher costs. Line items including administration and front desk, housekeeping, maintenance, and transportation are all up. The increases are likely driven by higher employee compensation costs with uh, under new collective bargaining agreements. Oh, did you think that the Disney was going to pay their their uh, employees more themselves? out of the, no? <laughs> In September, the members of the Service Trade Union uh, Service Trade Council Union approved an agreement which will take the $10 minimum hourly wage to $11 uh, by December of 2018, $12 by March of 2019, $13 by September of 2019, and minimum pay will increase to $14 in 2020 and $15 in 2021. These increases will all directly impact DVC member costs. In the past, Disney Vacation Club executives have stated that 75% of resort operating costs go to employee wages, benefits, and taxes. Full budget statements can be found on dvcmember.com. Uh, you can click on My Membership and then Condominium Associating Association Meeting Notices on the official member website. Budgets will be formally ratified by the Condo Board in 2018. Annual meeting scheduled for Thursday. Uh, DVCnews.com will be on hand reporting live from the Condo Association meeting. So for all of those of you who are DVC members, this is interesting. For those of you who aren't. And uh, Bay Lake Tower being its proximity to Magic Kingdom also has the highest taxes. Of course it does. Aren't they their own governing board? No, it's a county. It's based on the county appraiser. Gotcha. All who right. they've sued. Of course they have. Well, so did Universal. How dare you raise the prices? Universal, We're the only ones that raise prices around here. Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld all uh, sued the Orange County tax assessor because um, they all claimed that they were being overtaxed because they're theme parks. It's $125 to enter the parks half the time. So, hang on with your bad selves, kids. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, hey, uh, Disney gave uh, this new hotel going on River Country a name. Love it. River Country. No. (laughs) River Country, asbestos near you. No. Uh, So, a month ago, Disney announced that they would be introducing an all-new Disney Vacation Club Resort 
uh, near Disney's Fort Wilderness uh, Resort. We now have the name of this brand new ho no, hotel, and I really want you to sit down, relax, and enjoy this naming. It's good. Right? It's good. Reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge. <sighs> oh, wait. <laughs> Reflections. At Disney Lakeside Lodge. <sighs> Reflections of River Country <laughs> at Disney Lakeside Lodge. Yeah. <sighs> That makes more sense to me. Uh will be a nature-inspired, and it will be situated along the shoreline of Bay Lake between Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney's Fort Wilderness Lodge and Campground. Reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge will be a deluxe resort. Oh, yeah. We all thought it was going to be moderate. No. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. It will include more than 900 hotel rooms. And the Disney Vacation Club villas spread across a variety of unique occupation occupation accommodation types. I think they're going to do more cabins. Mm -hmm. uh, the resort will welcome families in 2022. They're not even going to make that 50th cut. Nope. Uh, and it is slated to be Disney's 16th vacation property. Wow. Disney, yeah, Disney Vacation Club property. Right. Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited by that. Uh, I don't think the name is all that great. Mm. They didn't ask us. Yeah. There was a lot of different names. I could have. The logo is kind of nice. <clears throat> the Reflections logo. Yeah. Yeah. I, the little A-frame building. I, and the way I always judge it is Grand Floridian Contemporary Resort, mm. Polynesian Resort, mm -hmm. Bay Lake Tower, mm -hmm. Reflections. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. You know, it just... Mm. We'll see. All right. Mickey Mouse marks a milestone with 90-character gathering at the Magic Kingdom Park on ABC's Good Morning America. So this past Sunday, Mickey Mouse marked his 90th anniversary with a very special gathering in front of Cinderella Castle at the Magic Kingdom Park, which was televised live on ABC's Good Morning America. Tony uh, was busy during that time, so he missed out. Mm -hmm. And I'll bet you I know somebody else who missed it. FOMO, FOMO. Good morning, America. Personality Sam Champion and Ginger Z joined Mickey on the Castle Forecourt stage with Mickey debuting his new celebration outfit inside Magic Kingdom Park for the first time in forever. Ginger then introduced a surprise planned for Mickey Mouse by none other than Minnie Mouse herself, a special gathering of all their pals in the park. Mm-hmm. A whopping total of 90 Disney characters then flooded in through Cinderella Castle to surprise Mickey to the tune of the new song, It's a Good Time. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, For a good time. Call Mickey. Yeah. Uh, also joining in the celebration was Disney's super fan, Patrice Jenkins. How do you be labeled as a super fan? I don't know. I got some friends who are super fans. They put their whole house Mickey stuff. Well, Ginger, she changed her name to Ginger Minnie. And Patrice were the ones who went to all the parks around the world, and they aired it each morning last week. Ah, yeah. Okay. I don't know how she got selected. I don't know the process. So, super fan uh, selected to accompany Ginger on a whirlwind trip to all six Disney theme park resorts. Wait, is this that? Yeah. The couple you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Ginger and Patrice or just yeah. one of them? No, both of them went. So Ginger was in the thing with you and Patrice. What do you mean in the thing with me? You said that there were two ladies that were sitting with you. They had just gotten No, no, with. no, not these two people. Okay. No. I was going to say. No, no. 
so Ginger and Patrice uh, had just finished finished a worldwide a whirlwind trip to visit all six Disney theme park resorts around the world. The duo completed their journey arriving at Magic Kingdom Park, crossing the finish line for their epic journey on Main Street USA just prior to Mickey's celebration. Patrice, a longtime Disney fan and teacher from Chicago, held back tears as she described the what the opportunity meant to her. That's nice. Um, there's videos available so you can hear what Patrice and Ginger had to say about their Disney travels. Uh, that's great. I'd like to figure out how I could be a super fan. Yeah, me too. Probably a little on the negative side for me to be a super fan. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm a realist. I'm not yeah. negative. I'm just a realist. Right. But that's me. Yeah. All right. It was, uh, did you see the video of all the characters? Mm-mm. And so they kind of came out like in uh, groups of, you know, what movie they were from. Mm-hmm. It was it was interesting. I mean, watch 90 characters come out and then they all went different places, you know, fill the stage. At any one time, does the park have 90 characters? No. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I'm thinking that they were... Pro- okay, so I haven't seen the video. So I'm thinking all the princesses, mm-hmm. okay, Snow White, Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. Dumbo. No, they don't have Every a Dumbo. Every movie. Every movie? Yeah. Wow. Wreck-It yeah. Ralph? Yeah. Wreck-It all Ralph, of them? Yeah, Vanellope. Yeah, they were Country there. Bears? Uh, I don't think they were Country Bears. None of the, none of the Song of the South characters? No. No. Hmm. <laughs> That would be not a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I saw some video of this. Well, they showed us some video of this at uh, at the event this weekend. This is uh, a, a, the new Guardian of the Galaxy attraction is going to have a special storytelling coaster ride vehicle. Uh-huh. So earlier this week, <coughs> our friend Bob. Nardo. <laughs> showed us the first details of this new, innovative, new ride system planned to bring the adventures of Guardians of the Galaxy to life at Epcot. Yeah, let me see if this goes into it. Uh, According to Bob, building an adventure uh, this big will require a ride system and a ride vehicle, unlike anything our guests have experienced before. What guests will encounter can be best described as a one-of-a-kind storytelling coaster that connects the adventure of the storyline with the thrills of the coaster. Yeah. On most coasters, the vehicle points straight ahead uh, throughout the ride. But Bob explained, in this attraction, each cab will be programmed to direct your eye towards what is happening around them. Mm-hmm. This means a whizzing by action. You will be fully immersed in the story from the minute you launch. So they showed this on a track, and yeah. it can literally go 360. Yeah. Anyway, it can face backwards, sideways, left, yeah. right, forward, you know, any direction. Yeah. So, so, so here's the funny thing. Okay. Uh, we have there is a theme park in uh, in Tampa called Bush Gardens, mm-hmm. and they have a ride there uh, called the um, oh crap. I got. I, I, I got to think of the name there. Uh, they have a ride there. It's snake themed. I remember the mm-hmm. theming. It, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Snake themed. Yeah. You know, um, Cobra or something. Yeah, something, something. Uh, hang on, let me see if I can find the stinking mm-hmm. name for. Well, the while ride. you're doing that, so the other thing that Bob mentioned when they <clears throat> poured the concrete foundation for this, right? It was the largest 
concrete pour in Disney's history. Right. Yeah, I do remember that. It was huge. Yeah. He said yeah. they were not kidding about how big this building was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Cobra's Curse. Yeah, there you go. Now, the thing about this ride is it's, it's a regular roller coaster, but mm-hmm. at some points it turns you sideways, you come face-to-face with the coaster. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound negative, so hear me out, Disney fans. And you know I love you, and you guys love us, and I get that. But it's disingenuous for Bob to say, one-of-a-kind storytelling coaster. It It's not exactly accurate, because... That ride vehicle mm. looks cool, mm. but there are other coasters that do the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, mm. and and I get it. They're gonna they're gonna put it together with some things happening around you. Right. Uh, I think when I said it was gonna be very or to you or to you, that it's gonna be very similar to when the guardians are are popping in and out of all the different jumps they were doing mm. and all stuff. I think that's gonna be something very similar. But I, I get tired of being told it's this. Oh my gosh, one this, of a kind. It's one of a kind. Yeah, at Disney. Yeah. But they're using technology that's already been used all over right. the world. I mean, just do a YouTube search for theme park roller coasters and you'll mm-hmm. see all sorts of different kinds of things. Right. Uh but that being said, I am the most excited about this because I looked at the ride vehicle and it doesn't look like a crazy ride vehicle and I might actually fit onto it. Right. Very excited about that. Yeah. All right. Um Here's to hoping. Here's to hoping. All right, so new details have been released for Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. Uh, Hollywood Studios is getting a 30th anniversary logo. Nice. Hmm. With the end of the year coming quickly, the previously announced Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration is getting closer as well. Uh, I hate to say this, but I've never heard. I've not. Heard, I've not heard anything about this. Oh really? Uh, the Disney is giving even more information on what's to come at the Magic Kingdom starting uh, January 8th. Well, I knew that that we're doing all sorts of Mickey stuff throughout mm-hmm. the year. Uh, it was announced that Mickey and Minnie will be greeting guests together inside of Town Square Theater in all new outfits for the celebration. Cool. But they're not talking. A new celebration station will be inside Town Square Theater where you can sign Mickey and Minnie's guest book with your thoughts and well wishes. Did that. A brand new song, It's a Good Time, will play during the new and previously announced Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It street party. Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, and several other characters will be included as well. Pluto will have a new meet and greet spot at Pete's Silly Sideshow uh, in Storybook Circus. Cool. And other So exci- who are they going to put on Main Street under the flag? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Daisy and Donald? Yeah. In other exciting news, Hollywood Studios is going to be getting a new logo January 18th to commemorate. And I think a new name. I don't think so. 30th yeah. anniversary of the park. They're not going to give it a new name and a new logo. You think? Mm-hmm. Any rumors? No. I We know what we think it's going to be. Disney's Hollywood Adventure. Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Edna Mode from The Incredibles will have a meet and greet uh, spot in the new Super Suit Gallery. Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc. will also have a new meet-and-greet area and a brand-new Disney Junior dance party featuring Vampirina and Doc McStuffins will also be in. The Epcot International Festival of the Arts also starts on January 18th, featuring an expanded Disney on Broadway concert series as well as a goodbye to Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, which will end towards the second half of 2019. That will go on forever. Mm Mm-hmm. And last, and certainly not least, Animal Kingdom will also have, I know this is one we've been waiting for, mm-hmm. a 
a brand new Hakuna Matata dance party on Discovery Island. All of that starts on January 18th. Because it's probably the only park that doesn't have a dance party. I mean, they're all getting one. Don't they have a dino dance party? Donald Duck's dino dance party? I, I don't know. Mm, yeah. I don't go there often enough to find out. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff happening. I'm excited. It'd be yeah. fun. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's get into some headlines. Nice. Headlines. Uh, I, we talked about the first one. Uh, and we talked about the second one. Canada's uh, Circle Vision is getting an update, like we said. Uh, photo Pass. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors about this Photo Pass thing. So let me tell you the, the real story. Uh, originally, everybody thought Photo Pass people were going away. And there were going to be these automated things. Uh-huh. It's only going to be in nine places. The automated? The automated. Uh-huh. It's where, like, say, Mickey's uh, Town Square, in, you know, town in Magic Kingdom. You know, they could put it behind the mirror, shoot right at you, uh-huh. get your picture, mm-hmm. you whip up a little love and shove and get the hell out. Right. All the other places, the hundred other places that you could take a photo pet picture will have people still. That's good. So don't get alarmed, people. Don't. Not all of them, only some I, of them. I think this is a testing of the waters. How would they do it on Main Street? The pictures on Main Street, the uh, three locations. I don't how, know. How, set up a box in the middle of the railroad uh, tracks? That I don't know. I think yeah. you're, you're always going to have to... Have a person. So, so here's my thought. When you go on a Disney cruise, mm-hmm. uh, Disney Cruise Line is the only cruise line that allows their cast members or crew members... To take photos using your camera or cell phone. I give my cell phone to everybody. Hear me out. Okay. It's the only cruise line that does that. Mm-hmm. You go on Carnival, Royal Caribbean, mm-hmm. they will not let a cast member take your photo with their phone. Hmm. You have to buy, you have to get them to take a picture so that you can purchase the photo. I'm thinking that this is the beginning of phasing out the human interaction because mm. you know cast members cost money now mm-hmm. and if they can figure out a way to do the photos mm-hmm. uh, automated in as many places as possible then when they start doing the uh, they they have the few people that are out there taking photos right. they're going to say yeah we're not allowed to take pictures for your camera it's a liability well yeah so I heard and it's purely rumor nobody get alarmed don't get upset don't write emails but i heard that they're going to get rid of the free pass holder download you know that we as pass holders can download you know all our photo pass pictures i heard that's going to go away again huh now i don't know if that's true i don't i hope if not. you pay for that package yeah well right. i think almost everybody has it silver does it silver yeah yeah um what was the other thing i was gonna say I forgot. All right. Well, I, enough about the photo pass, I think. I think we've beaten the photo yep. pass with a good flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, embroidery is now available at the Chapeau at the Magic Kingdom. Now, you're all probably saying, well, Tony, they did embroider things. Now they'll embroider anything. Yep. Towels, blankets. Children. Children, whatever. It's not just hats anymore. Now they'll do anything. Sweet. If you were going to the Magic Kingdom between November 21st and December 2nd, 
there will be hundreds of cheerleaders performing every day. Oh, yeah. During that period. Oh, yeah. And when they're done performing... They're going to be in the parks. They'll be performing anyway. Yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> never, never miss an opportunity to yell and scream. Hey, 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 hey. hey at least they're not Brazilians. <laughs> Whew. All right. Uh, Phantom Madam, Manor. <laughs> Phantom Madam. Phantom Madam. <laughs> Hello, Phantom Madam. Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris reopening <laughs> is delayed again. Apparently, uh, they cannot troubles. get contractors to do their stuff on time. What a shock. In Europe? Hmm. Yeah. What a shock. Yeah. All right. So that's all that's the news that's fit to talk about. Uh, we want to make sure that you find us. Leave us a comment at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. You can find us on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. But we want to make sure that you come over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. Check out all of our show archives as well as our blog posts, links to great sponsors. And we definitely want to get you to come over to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash shop. So that you can check out some of the new t-shirt designs that we're putting up each and every week. We've got new designs coming up. And we are working on, we're in communication with our graphic artist buddy trying to figure out how we can get some of the original graphics from some of the older Disney by the Number t-shirts mm -hmm. available. Right. Uh, we're working on that. But yeah. uh, we're putting some cool stuff up. Uh, do it for the Dole Whip. Can't wait. That's my favorite one right now. Good. Um, yeah, check that out. DisneyParksPodcast.com slash shop. Anything else, buddy? No. All right, my friends. Thank you for listening. Come join us Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And if we don't see you online, we will definitely see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through